Welcome to the weekly Comic Web Old Time Radio Program podcast. We sell old time radio programs, Golden Age comics in PDF format, and we have other free podcasts. Visit comicweb.com for more information or find us on Facebook and iTunes. This week our podcast features an episode of The Blue Beetle called Death Rides Horseback. It first aired on May 31st, 1940. by none of being the Blue Beetle. As the Blue Beetle, he hides behind a strange mask and a suit of impenetrable blue chain armor, flexible as silk, but stronger than steel. on horseback. A mysterious masked rider has been waging a one-man war on the city's police department. Several policemen have been shot down, murdered in cold blood by this scene on horseback. Every man on the force has sworn vengeance against this mysterious killer. Patrolmen in pairs patrol their boots, but always the killer marks his victims, shoots him down, and gallops away to a secret hiding place in the vast wilderness of the city park. Can no one track him down? Is there no one to put an end to this one-man blitzkrieg? What is his motive? As our story opens, patrolman Dan Garrett, who is also the Blue Beetle, is with his friend and advisor, Dr. Franz, in his apothecary shop. Danny, what are you going to do? I'm going to get that killer if it's the last thing I do. Uh, Be careful, Danny. You know this mysterious killer shoots policemen on sight. I know that. But he'll have to be pretty quick on the draw to beat Mannigan and me. I'd feel easier about you if you were dressed in your blue chain armor of impenetrable steel. Well, so would I, but first I've got to meet this mysterious horseman in the uniform of a police officer. Mannigan and I are going to take a little jaunt through the park in a patrol car. Well, you'll be best, Danny. But be careful. I will, Doc. Well, I've got to be moving along. I'm meeting Mannigan at headquarters at 10 o'clock. Nearly that now. So long, Doc. I'll see you later. Danny, this mysterious killer may be the Blue Beetle. What makes you think that? I don't know. It's sort of a hunch I have. But the Blue Beetle has never been a killer, at least not of the forces of law and order. Now, that's true, but still, he's always working undercover. He, he may not be the killer, but it wouldn't surprise me to learn he is in cahoots with him. Ah, he's got the Blue Beetle on the brain. Ah, maybe so, maybe so, but... Someday I'm going to land that baby and... Hey, I'm... hey, what's that stoplight ahead? It's changing. Okay. Uh, Danny, will you see if you can find me keys on the floor there? Hmm? I think they slipped out of my pocket when I got in the car. Okay. No, I don't see anything. I... All right, cover. He's not turning this. Oh, you got me, Danny. The killer... Where, Mannequin? In the neck and shoulder. I didn't have time to draw me. Uh, I wasn't even looking. Those keys of yours. Yes, I know, Danny. Here, 
You move over this way. Let me slip under the wheel. Now, where are you going? I'm going to drive you to the hospital first, and then oh, I... Oh, no, I'm not hurt by it. Let's get out to that baby that just winged me. Well, uh, are you sure you can hold out? Sure I can. Well, okay, then. Here we go. Menegan, though. Dead? No, nothing serious. They said at the hospital. Flesh wounds, that's all. Well, how did this happen? Well, we stopped for the traffic lights in the park. I was looking for Manigan's keys on the floor of the car when suddenly the killer appeared out of nowhere, started firing, and then dashed away in his horse. We gave chase but lost him in the woods. Well, what are you going to do now? The blue Beetle is going to nip this killer and nip him good. Your chain armor and mask is in the back room there. I rather expected you'd be needing them tonight. Thanks, Doc. And is my equipment in that secret place in my belt? Yes. Everything is complete. Fine. I borrowed a horse from the stables of the mounted squad when no one was looking. He's outside now. As soon as I get into my blue beetle armor, there'll be another mysterious horseman in the park. But this one will ride as an avenging angel. Will the blue beetle catch the mysterious killer on horseback? What will happen when these two horsemen meet? Can Dan Garrett as the Blue Beetle avenge the death of his brother officers on the police force? Let's look in on the editorial rooms of the York City Chronicle. Hello? Hello? Yeah, that's the Chronicle. Okay, give it to me on the phone. Charlie, I'm worried about yeah. John Mason. Yeah. He's out on this mysterious killer thing. Yeah. I didn't assign her to it. In fact, I tried to discourage her, but she insisted she was tired of writing about gardens and babies and society chit chat that she craved action. She'll get action if she runs into the killer. Well, that's what I'm afraid of. I've got a couple of our men tracking her just in case. He's got the stuff reporters I'm made of or I don't know anything about. Uh, yes, you're right. Thanks, baby. What? What? No sign of her since she what? Say, I told you not to let her out of your sight. I don't care what happens. Get back there and find that Mason girl and bring her in with you or don't come back. What's happened? That was one of the men I sent to trade Joe. He says he saw her disappear behind some bushes at the foot of a cliff in the wildest part of the park. And when he got up to that point, there was no one in sight. Just then he heard hoofbeats approaching. He hid and saw a horseman dash by him, and he... What do you make of it? I don't know. But I'm going to call the commissioner and give him this information. We've got to find that girl. What has happened to Joan Mason? Who was the mysterious horseman Editor Crane mentioned? Was it the fiendish killer? Or was it the Blue Beetle? In the still of the night, a lone horseman steals along one of the park's many bridle paths. Suddenly, he draws rein. I wonder who that is ahead there, silhouetted against the sky. It may be a mounted officer. Or it may be... He's moving off. Down toward that traffic light on the highway. Let's go, Bright Star. Stop there. You can't escape me. Empty your gun. You can't injure the Blue Beetle. Oh, it's a Blue Beetle. Try and catch me. I'm gaining on him. Now for a leap to his back. 
All right, Skinner. I've got you. Pull up or I'll choke the life out of you. I can't stop this boss. He's running away. Give me those reins. I know you. But you can't stop him now. And I'll turn him. He's heading right to that cliff. Here. We're going to kill him. Let me go for it. Yes, I've got you and I'm not going to leave you. If you want to die, all right. against the side of the rugged cliff. In a cavernous hall, a masked figure stands over the prostrate form of the Blue Beetle. Mm. At last, I have the pleasure of entertaining the Blue Beetle in my secret hideout. What happened? Where am I? You're in a subterranean hideout. My trained horse stopped short as we entered, and you flew over his head and landed on yours. But... But the rock wall... <laughs> <laughs> it opened to receive us. There's a secret entrance controlled by photoelectric cells set up high in two trees outside. Only a tall person on horseback passing between that can break the circuit which opens the secret entrance. Very ingenious. And now? Now I wish to talk with you. That's why I have you there in that cell. Why I led you into this rest house. Rest house? Yes. The Blue Beetle has been so active recently that we feel he should have a rest. Perhaps a permanent rest. I see. You say we. Then you are not in this alone. By no means. I'm only an agent. A special agent of a very powerful political ring who wish to discredit the present commissioner of police and put in their own. You think that murdering a policeman in cold blood... As you have done, will discredit him? Listen. Cops killed my brother. I hate cops. If you were a cop, I'd have shot you down like a dog. You're insane. No, ambitious. For what? Power. What can you hope to gain by murdering policemen? Cops are a dollar a dozen. They'll never be missed. But if we can make the citizens lose confidence in the present administration, we can put our own men in command of the city. You'll never put it over. Oh, stop us. The Blue Beetle. What? where you are in that cell? Don't make me laugh. Listen, you think you're smart because you cleaned up a few so-called big shots. You never even got near the top. Why, when I'm commissioner of police... Yes, me. The political power I represent has promised me the job. There's only one person standing in my way. Who? You. I'd have put you out of the way long ago. But Scarletti... Uh, so, I mean... No, it's Scarletti that's behind all this. Yes. I don't think for a minute you'll ever have a chance to spill the beans unless you agree to come in with us. You'll end your career in this little cell. The chief admires you and can use you. He wants you to be on our side. He wants you to, to lay off his friends. Now, there's plenty of dough in it for all of us, and you'll get yours. I don't think you can agree to work with us and then double-cross us. We'll be wise to any trick you try to pull. I uh, see. When does Scarletti want his answer? Mm, take your time. There's no hurry. Take a week to rest up here. You've been pretty active recently. You need the rest. 
Of course, there's, uh, there's no food here, no drinking water. Unless I open this valve to the park reservoir and flood your cell. Hmm. But what's a little thing like that to the blue people? The answer is no. Go ahead, do your work. Tell Scarletti that I say there's not enough money in the United States Mint to buy the Blue Beetle. I'll get Scarletti and others like him. No matter how high I have to fly. All right. I'll take your message to Scarletti, but when I return, you won't be alive to hear his answer. Now let's see you swim out of this, Mr. Blue Beetle. happen to the Blue Beetle now? Can he escape from this subterranean prison before the water reaches the level of his mouth? What has become of Joan Mason, the girl reporter who vanished just outside the secret hideout? Let him drown. 
I am sorry. He was a clever boy, but uh, too honest. What do you want done with that girl reporter? She must uh, disappear. Five minutes late. I'll take care of it. Good. Listen, I am a respectable businessman. Everybody know I'm a respectable. I am a friend to everybody. You are my agent. You take care of a thing. Someday you'll be police commission. Thanks, Chief. And now you go. Take a rocker and a bug with you. No, this way. Yeah. Nobody must see you leave my house. And remember, if my name is connected with this, you will also disappear permanently. <laughs> ghostly figure is stealing up a winding stairway. Ahead of him, a spotlight plays on the wall as he mounts. In the middle of that circle of light is a large blue beetle. What's that noise? Let me out! My paper will make it hard for you! Just a minute. I'll see what I can do for you. Who are you? The blue beetle. Yes, the blue beetle. Who are you? How did you get in there? Some man put me in here. Hey, don't ask questions. Get me out of here. I'm cold and I'm no, hungry. No, no, take it easy. I'll see if any of the master keys I have will fit. There you are. Thanks. Hey. Thanks. You're a good-looking girl. Never mind the compliments. Let's get out of this place. First, tell me how you got in. Well, I told the editor of my paper I wanted to work on this case. Dangerous work for a girl. Oh, I love danger. You must. Go on. Well, today I saw a horseman disappear in the bushes at the foot of the cliff. When he didn't reappear, I grew suspicious. So tonight, I decided to investigate. Just as I pushed my way through the bushes, I heard a horseman coming. I ran along the foot of the cliff. I must have slipped and fallen because the next thing I remember, I was lying at the bottom of the old abandoned bear pit. Yes? And then what happened? I noticed a large iron trap door in the floor of the pit. I raised it and found a flight of stairs. It was pitch dark, but I decided I was going to finish what I started. So I descended. In pitch darkness? Yes, I've got to show that editor that a woman can make as good a reporter as any man living. <laughs> I see. That accounts for it. Go on. Pretty soon, I turned a corner. I saw a light. By lantern night, a man was reading some documents. He must have heard me because he flashed a spotlight in my eyes. I turned to run, but it was too late. He grabbed me and put me in that room there where you just found me. How would you like to help me catch the killer? And also get a front-page scoop for your paper. I love it. Very well. I think we're going to see some action very soon. You stay hidden until I can get a gun for you. Right. Can you shoot? Sure, I'm a Texas Ranger's daughter. I want to unlock the girl's cell and bring her down to my office. Oh, boy, will I? She's a beautiful... Why, he's very much alive and ready to nip. Run Come to the agent. You mustn't get out of here alive. You'll see who gets out of here alive, you foul murderer. Your time's up. Oh, yes. Well, I can still shoot free. Your killing days are over. You can't injure the blue beetle. A little kick to my foot and you're disarmed. And this, and this, and you're out like a light. Come on, you thug, Roscoe, or Taco, or whatever your name is. You're first. Hey, boss, boss, you get him from that side. And I'll get him from and the blue beetle will get you both like this, by the throat. 
I ought to strangle you both, but I'll let the law do that. You and your chief here and the old soul reputable Scarletty. There, I'll just knock your head together. Let go of you and let you fall. Miss Mason, you can come out now. Oh, I'm already out. I have these men covered with the gun you kicked out of the killer's hand. That's fine. Now, here's your chance to get a scoop for your paper. Well. Do you know Scarletti? Sure. He's the big wine distributor. Yes, and he's also the top man of the underworld. He's bigger than the Duke, the Octopus, and a lot of others. Really? That respectable businessman? The same. If his scheme for political control had clicked, the killer there would have been made commissioner of police. That murderer? Yes. What a diabolical scheme. Yes, the city would have been systematically robbed and the police made help. Oh, what a story for the Chronicle. Well, this story will make me. I hope so. What are you going to do? The Blue Beetle has one more call to make tonight. Hello. Hello. I'm a telling you, I'm a respectable businessman. I know. No. How much money? Mm-hmm. Mm time I wish I was an also honest. No, I know one of some part of it. Why you not talking to someone like the the adder? He's a crook, but me, I'm a respectable businessman. Go by. The blue beetle. Yes, the blue beetle, you hypocrite. Why you come here? I'm a respectable... Yes, I know you're a respectable businessman to most of the world, but not to the blue beetle. What do you mean? You know, Canopix. That's the noise. She's at the law. Coming for you, Scarletti. Hold on. Hello. Yes, your sins have found you out. Your candidate for police commissioner is already a prisoner. Incriminating documents connecting you with many murder projects and underworld rackets are in the hands of the York City Chronicle and will be published. Put down that gun, Scarletti. It's too late for... Oh. You choose suicide rather than face the music. Well... Your death will help to clean up a lot of rackets. Open up in the name of the dollar. Open this door. Break it in for Coleman Mandigan. The Blue Beetle has a present for you. All right, Blue Beetle. All right, I've got you covered. Wait. He's gone. Hey, Mandigan. Look on the floor there. It's Carletti. He's wounded. There's a note sent to his body. Yes. This is a... Again, the Blue Beetle has crossed swords with Gangland and come off the winner. Can the great city now rest in peace? Will the criminal element lie low now that their hypocritical chief has been unmasked? Let's look in on Dr. Fran's little apothecary. Oh, Danny, you, you certainly had me worried when your voice was suddenly cut off in that flooded cell. <laughs> well, that was a close call. The water rose to the level of my mouth just as I finished cutting a way out of it. Oh. I had to swim underwater to the stairway, but when I reached that, I was safe. Well, now, Danny, I... Uh, you'd better get some rest. It's almost daylight. 
Uh, you can turn in on the coach. No, no, thanks, Doc. I think I won't. Uh, excuse me. Hello? Who? Dan Garrett? Yes. Yes, he's here. Oh, uh, Danny. It's for you. Okay. Hello? Dan Garrett speaking. Oh, hello, Manigan. You did? Gee, that was great. You ought to get a promotion. Huh? Insurance racket. Well, that sounds like an interesting assignment. The commissioner wants to see me at 8 o'clock in his office? Okay, I'll be there. Good night. Sorry, Doc, I can't stay with you. I've got to get home and lay out my dress uniform. I'm due at the commissioner's office in a few hours, and I've got to look my smartest. So long, Doc. There's no rest for the law. And so Dan Garrett gets ready for a new assignment. What will develop in the insurance racket? What new dangers will he face? Can it be that there are still some criminal masterminds at work in the great city? These questions will be answered in the next episode of The Blue Beetle. Fox feature appearing in Mystery Men Comics Magazine on sale at your newsstand. The Blue Beetle is on the air twice a week on this same station. Consult the broadcast schedule in your local newspapers. And don't forget to listen in. Blue Beetle has had a long and storied history. The character was created by Charles Nichols and debuted in the comic book Mystery Men in 1939. Over the decades, the Blue Beetle has had several comic publishers, including Fox, Holyoke, Charlton, and finally DC. After the Mystery Men debuted, the Beetle had a syndicated newspaper comic strip, then in 1940 he got his own radio program. The radio program did not last too long, only 48 episodes of 13 minutes of length. Generally, they are combined into 24 episodes of 26 minutes. The programs follow the adventures of Don Garrett, a policeman who finds the police bureaucracy a little too constraining. When he feels that the red tape gets in the way of justice, Dan dons the special armor created by his friend and mentor, Dr. Franz, puts on the mask, and fights crime as the Blue Beetle. The actor who portrayed Dan Garrett was Frank Lovejoy. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week. <laughs>